Let us open our Bible in the book of Acts chapter 23, verses 1 to 11. Verse 1. Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin and said, My brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. At this, the high priest Ananias ordered those standing near Paul to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to them, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall. You sit there to judge me according to the law, yet you yourself violate the law by commanding that I be struck. Those who were standing near Paul said, How dare you insult God's high priest? Paul replied, Brothers, I did not realize that he, he was the high priest, for it is written, Do not speak evil about the ruler of your people. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and the others Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, My brothers, I am a Pharisee descended from Pharisees. I stand on trial because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees say that there is no resurrection and that there are neither angels nor spirits, but the Pharisees believe all these things. There was a great uproar, and some of the teachers of the law who were Pharisees stood up and argued vigorously. We find nothing wrong with this man, they said. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? The dispute became so violent that the commander was afraid Paul would be torn to pieces by them. He ordered the troops to go down and take him away from them by force and bring him into the barracks. Verse 11, the following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, take courage, as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you must also testify in Rome. Praise be the name of the Lord for the reading of his word. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this morning. Another privilege, so Lord, na magkakasama-sama kami, na mag-worship sa inyo corporately. Salamat, Lord, for bringing us here safely and for giving us, Lord, a new day. And uh, Lord, you have made this day, so we are rejoicing in it. And today, Lord, we are here upang makinig sa inyo, sa inyong mga salita. Inihiling po namin na bigyan niyo po kami ng bukas na isipan at bukas na mga puso upang lubos po namin maintindihan ang inyong mensahe. Ligit sa lahat, Lord, ay mailagay namin ito sa aming mga puso upang lagi namin maalala at magamit namin sa aming pang-araw-araw na pamumuhay. Even, Lord, in the midst of in the midst, Lord, of trials and adversities, especially, Lord, sa mga nangyayari ngayon sa paligid namin. And uh, we just pray, Lord, that you speak to us. And as we sit down at your feet this morning, we will give you, Lord, our attention, our focus. And we will set aside everything, Lord, in our lives just to focus on you and to hear from you. Salamat. We give you back the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good morning sa ating lahat. Kumusta ang inyong nakaraang linggo? Okay, so 
Okay, so tuloy tayo sa ating series ng ating mensahe. But before that, uh, meron po akong papakilala sa inyo. Ang iba, ang iba sa inyo nakakakilala na sa kanya. Ito po yung aking ina. This is my mom. Okay, um, she'll be turning 84 in October this year. Maliban sa mga usual na wear and tear sa katawan ng isang tao, ang nanay ko at sa edad na 84, is still very beautiful and smart. As ever, he does. She doesn't stop reading. Okay, and alam niyo yung kanyang experience sa buhay ay enough na para mai para sa akin ay mai pailabas sa mga sikat na mga real life TV dramas this today. Kagabi na nood kami ni Gina kasi walang internet connection sa bahay sa nanood kami ng MMK. Tapos yung palamero din dun sa kabila yung ano ba yon? Ano yun? Okay, nanood din kayo, oh. sigurado ako eh, alam ko na kaagad eh. Okay? So, yun, no? So, habang nanood, iniis ko, ano kaya kung may ano rito? Kasi alam nyo, yung nanay ko maaga siyang naulila. Um, she became totally orphaned at a very, very young age. And then, um, she grew up uh, sa isang napaka-strict na environment because dun siya nakatira at kinuha siya, kinupkup siya nung uh, kapatid ng, aking, ng aming lola. And... You know, alam naman natin kung ikaw ay nakikipisan lang. Alam mo kung ano yung buhay ng isang, you know, nakikitira. It's not easy. Right? It's not easy. It's difficult. Right? And of course, hanggang sa siya ay magkaroon ng magkaasawa at nagkaroon ng mga anak kami na ngayon. No? So, parang it's a something na um, kung ikikwento ko sa inyo, medyo mahaba. Kaya kulang yung isang oras natin sa umagang to. But her tough childhood have prepared her for the rigors in life. Yung buhay na mahirap, it has prepared him for life, her for life, para to be able to fight, no? Yung mga challenges and yung mga to be able to survive, not just to survive, but to thrive the challenges in life, the testings, okay? But I think yung kanyang toughness, yung kanyang pagiging matikas, was seriously tested when I was about nine years old, okay? That was a period when our family experienced super duper over difficult times in life. Okay, when my father got lost in the concrete jungle called Manila. That was in the mid 1970s. Alam niyo, we lost contact of him for almost four years. Di namin alam kung nasan siya. And that time was very very hard for us because I was only nine years old. Okay, ang tatay ko ay umalis para magtrabaho sa Manila. Uh, sa isang construction company, yung aming youngest sister, that sister that time was only about six or about eight months old. And I was in grade two. So kung bibilangin ninyo, parang uh, hindi ata, ayo eight, something like that. No? Grade two. Accelerated kasi ako eh. Anyway. <laughs> By the time that my our youngest sister turned Two, two years old. Di na kami na karinig sa aming tatay ever since. Okay. Pero alam niyo yung mga nanay, mga nanay nandito would always be mothers, right? Even in the hardest of life, you will find always you will always find ways to celebrate birthdays, di ba? Tama? Kahit naganong hirap, you'll really try to find ways to celebrate the birthdays of your kids. Kaya 
nung magdalawang taon yung aming bunso, yung aming pinakabunso sa amin, yung basandi ko makalimutan to, yung nanay ko nagluto ng pansit para sa aming lima. Doon sa isang maliit namin hapagkainan, doon sa lugar namin, doon sa baryo namin sa Dabao. When we were about to eat, nung nandun na kami sa table para kumain, tumayo yung aking nanay, tumakbo, at pumasok doon sa nag-iisang kwarto ng bahay namin at narinig ko siyang umiiyak ng napakalakas. She was crying. And she cried and narinig ko yung kanyang sinasabi, di nako, di nako. In Visaya, in Tagalog, it's ayoko na, ayoko na. You see, I was very young then. Uh, I was the eldest of the brood of four. I was, the, I was still a little boy, but I know that at that time, my mom is having a breakdown. So, she reached a point na she didn't know anymore kung anong gagawin para palakihin kaming apat na maliliit pa in a barrio na walang ibang pinagkakakitaan kundi mang-harvest ng mga crops na hindi iyo. Ibig sabihin, ikaw ay makikipang-harvest doon sa mga merong mga farmlands. Right? At babayaran ka for a fee or sometimes bibigyan ka ng parte doon sa na-harvest mo para maibenta. That's how tough life was. You see, my mother reached her breaking point. Tough times, really. It was really tough. I know that. I know that because I experienced that. Na-experience ko yan firsthand. Kasi ako lang yung nag-iisa sa aming pamilya, sa kasama na aking mga kapatid, my siblings, that who could help my mother in the harvest fields. Ako lang, kasi ako lang yung nine years old. Ako lang medyo malaki during that time. Yung aking mga kapatid were still too young to do it. Para mag-harvest ng kape, mag-harvest ng saging, mag-harvest ng mais, and all these things. You see, in today's time, mga kapatid, on today's message, uh, we will witness Apostle Paul reaching his own breaking point. Dumating siya sa pagkakataon na talagang, alam niyo yung breaking point, na you will always, you will be, parang gusto mo nang sumurender. You have to, you want to quit. It is more than reaching the end of your rope, but it is a breaking point. And he, he almost went there to that point there of being, uh, being you know, at the breaking point after all he had went through for the sake of the gospel. And this is the title of our message today, Breaking Point. Where is God during tough times? Nasaan nga ba ang Panginoon during tough times? You see, you may wonder kung bakit babae yung nakalagay dyan sa picture natin. I put an image of a woman there. Well, aminin natin mga kalalakihan na women are very good at unleashing and unloading unloading their emotions, their burdens, and their heartaches. Amen? Iniwala ba kayo doon? Mas magaling ang mga babae doon. The reason why women are more likely to survive hardships with lesser emotional burdens compared to men. Ang mga lalaki kasi masyadong kinikimkim, parang, di ba? Kaya, mga kalalakihan, again, I would like to reiterate na for men, that it is okay to cry. It is okay to express emotions. It is okay to say what is in your heart. It will not make you a lesser man when you do it. Ano bang relasyon nito sa message natin this morning? Actually, nothing except that at this point, 
We can't find anything from the account of Luke in the book of Acts that Paul sought help emotionally from anybody. Wala tayong mababasa na sinulat ni, Paul, uh, ni, Luke, ni Luke sa book of Acts na Paul seek help, humingi ng tulong for, you know, for emotional needs from anybody. And at this point in time, I am so wondering where are the leaders of the church in Jerusalem? Diba? Last time, last Sunday, do you still remember the message? Do you still remember what we have read in book, the book of Acts in chapter 21-22? Right? Where was Luke and the rest of their companions? Marami sila nun, yung mga kalalakihan, sila Trophimus. Where are they? Where was them? Where were them when Paul was being beaten black and blue by the Jews? Where were they when Paul was arrested and bound? Alam nyo, we can only guess. We can only guess. Ang message natin last Sunday ended up at the part when Paul was addressing the riotous crowd from the stairs doon sa barracks ng mga Roman soldiers. Alala nyo? And if you can remember, there was a miracle of silence when he stood up and talked to them and speak to them in Aramaic. He recounted he, to them his life being a devout Jew, na isang devoted na Hudyo. And his life changed when he encountered the Lord Jesus Christ, when he converted to Christianity. And then at that point, the crowd was listening intently to him and they appeared to be pleased and convinced about what Paul is saying. Pero nagbago ang lahat mga kapatid when he said that he was told by the Lord to go for I will send you far away to the Gentiles. When they heard the word Gentiles, the crowd began to shout again and began to make a riot. Sabi doon sa verse 22, uh, verse 22 ng chapter 22 ng Acts said, Away with such a fellow. He isn't fit to leave. They yelled, they threw off their coats, and they tossed handfuls of dust into the air. Picture that one out. Ganun sila kagalit. When they heard the word Gentiles. You see, yung mga Hudyo na nandun nagaling sa Asia, they really don't want the Gentiles to be there at the temple, to be there at Jerusalem. So meron talaga silang galit. Okay? So the commander, ng time na yun, they brought Paul inside the barracks to be whipped so that he will confess his crimes. Yun yung plano ng commander. But before na maturture nila si Paul, Paul told the soldiers na may hawak-hawak sa kanya, teka lang, teka lang, I am a Roman citizen, sabi ni Paul. So lahat sila ay natulala, na, na, they stopped. Natakot silang bigla nung madinig nila na si Paul ay isang Roman citizen including the commander, natakot din. They are not supposed to punish someone, especially if he is a Roman citizen, without a trial. Hindi po pwede yun. Mga kapatid, yung ating citizenship is very important. Sa lahat ng mga naglumalabas dito sa bansa, pupunta sa ibang bansa, mga workers natin, mga OFWs, they know that. And you have to prove that with your passport. Diba, Brother Jojo? You cannot go out, you cannot come in, you cannot enter anything without your, without your proof that you are a citizen of a country or you are a bona fide citizen ng isang bansa. Na-remember ko yung palabas o isang movie ni Tom Hanks na The Terminal. 
na nagkaroon ng problema doon sa kanyang bansa at na-dissolve yung government or something then it caused him to be stuck at the LaGuardia Airport sa New York for many months because yung kanyang passport is null and void. He is no longer a citizen of a country. Kaya hindi siya makapasok, hindi siya makalabas, hindi siya makapasok, hindi siya maka... So, nandun siya sa airport because ang airport is ang neutral na lugar. And he was stuck there. And you know, our citizenship is very important. That's why nung marinig ng mga sundalo, yung sabi ni Paul na he is a Roman citizen, all of them natakot. Okay? And I could say na isa sa mga purpose kung bakit o driving force kung bakit si Paul wanted to go to Jerusalem in spite of the dangers and the uncertainties was that he was more concerned of the future citizenship of his fellow Jews. Ano yun? Roman citizen, mga Jewish citizen, and he is more concerned of their future citizenship. Alam niyo, because he doesn't want to leave them somewhere else other than in the presence of God. This is why yung ating citizenship dito sa, sa mundo, yung ating citizenship sa mundo ay second lang. Kung i-compare natin doon sa citizenship natin sa kaharian ng Panginoon. Our citizenship in heaven is more important than our citizenship here on earth. Dahil yung passport natin, mga kapatid, is signed by the precious blood of Christ. Amen? Sabi mo sa iyong katabi, pirmado na ang passport mo. At yung passport na yan ay hindi nag-expire. It's for eternity. It's your citizenship. It is very important, mga kapatid, that one must have this eternal passport. Dapat bawat isa sa atin ay meron itong eternal passport na to. Simple lang naman kung paano ma-acquire yung passport na to mga kapatid. This, it is very simple to acquire this passport. No need for you to pay yung mga hefty fees, yung matataas na na bayad. You, can, you no longer have to reserve para mag-present ng sarili mo doon para ma-release ka ng passport. Di mo na kailangan pumila. Sa lahat ng mga naka-experience sa pumunta sa DFA at mag, ano, you know what I'm talking about. Hindi ganun kadali at hindi rin siya mura. It's expensive. Pero yung passport ay binibigay sa atin, you don't have to spend anymore. Hindi mo na kailangan pumila para to get it. Ang kailangan mo lang gawin, sabi doon sa amplified version ng, ng Bible in Romans 10.9 says, because if you acknowledge and confess in your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing His power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Ibig sabihin, meron ka ng passport. That's how easy it is, mga kapatid. Kaya kung wala pa kayong passport at this point in time, think about it. And ito yung kailangan lang natin gawin. Acknowledge that the Lord Confess it with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, recognizing His power, that He has authority over our lives, and He is majestic, and He is God. And believe deep in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. You will have that passport. You will be saved. Mga kapasok ka. Kaya tandaan natin yan. Kaya sa importance ng isang citizenship on how valuable it is, sabi nung Roman commander, sabi niya, Paul, 
I spent a lot of money to acquire my Roman citizenship. How did you do it? Sabi ni Paul, I was born a Roman citizen. Nako, patay na, naloko na. Paano na to? Kaya natakot yung commander. He was so scared. That's why the next day, pinalaya niya si Paul, but he called a council and he requested Paul and required Paul to attend a special meeting with the Jewish High Council. Ang tawag doon, Sanhedrin. Ang members ng Sanhedrin na yon are composed of two religious factions or two religious groups. Itong two religious groups na to, they don't see eye to eye. At pagka yung faction na yan, religious groups during that time, para siyang political party. Parang political party ngayon, no? You know what I'm talking about? Right? So they're composed of two religious groups who so really don't see eye to eye. Um... I just don't want us to be sidetracked from the very center of our message this morning, mga kapatid. Ang verse na centro ng ating mensahe ngayon ay doon sa verse 11, yung last verse 11. But I don't want also us for us to miss yung mga importanting principles that we can learn from verses 1 to 10 ng Acts chapter 23. Merong mga principles doon. You see, those principles Paul showed us that how should we Christians conduct ourselves in the midst of adversities. At bawat isa sa atin ay merong hinaharap sa buhay. Amen? Bawat isa sa atin ay merong challenges. Bawat isa sa atin ay merong testing. Bawat isa sa atin ay merong dinadalang kabigatan. And in here, pag hindi natin alam kung paano tayo mamuhay na may daladalang mga challenges in life, we'll be in for a very serious trouble. So here we can learn something from Paul. Okay? Una, Sa verse 1, hold on to your integrity and never lose it. In the midst of testings, in the midst ng mga ano sa, sa buhay, mga challenges sa buhay, one principle that all of us should know, mga kapatid, and take hold of, hold on to your integrity and never lose it. Okay? Verse 1 says, Paul looked straight at the Sanhedrin nung nanduna siya sa meeting, and he said to them, sabi niya, My brothers, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all good conscience to this day. Sabi niya, I have fulfilled my duties to God in all good conscience to this day. Tayo kaya masabi natin to. In all, in all good conscience, you have fulfilled your duty in front of God. Si Paul, they look them, they look them, he looked them at their, in their eyes directly. Ito sinabi niya, I have fulfilled my duty to God in all God's conscience to this day. Alam nyo, yung salitang conscience is a favorite of the Apostle Paul. Dito lang sa book of Acts, di-repeat niya to twice, dalawang beses. And in his letters, 20 times. He repeated these words over and over again, 20 times in his letters. Why? Because according, and I would quote si Dr. Warren W. Worsby, he said, Conscience is the inner judge or witness that approves when we do right and disapproves when we do wrong. Conscience does not set the standard, it only applies it. Get it? It is the inner judge, yung nagsasabi sa'yo, tama ba tong ginagawa mo? It approves when we do right and disapproves when we do wrong. It doesn't set the standards, it causes you to do and to apply it, to apply the standards. That's what conscience is all about. You see, 
Kaya sabi ni Paul, friends, I've lived with a clear conscience before God all my life up to this very moment. Yung sabi niya. Ungat naging tagapag-usig si Paul sa mga naunang Christians. He persecuted all the Christians. Alam natin yon in his early story of his life in verse in chapter 4, 5, and 6. Pero pinagsisihan niya lahat yon at sumunod siya sa Panginoong Isus. And his life changed na rearrange at na-recorrect ng Panginoon, na-correct ng Panginoon yung kanyang ideology, ideolohiya, at yung kanyang paniniwala. At si Paul, naayos niya ang kanyang integridad bilang isang mananampalataya. Change. Change life. Don't lose your integrity no matter what. Kaya sabi ni Paul, this is my integrity now. I have done, I live with a clear conscience before God all my life up to this very moment. Pangalawa, hold on to your integrity and never lose it. Pangalawa, so respect the authorities. Verse 5. You see, mga kapatid, we have to be very, very serious about this because this is who you are. This is your imprint bilang isang mananampalataya, bilang isang tagapagsunod ng Panginoong, Panginoong Jesus. Respect of the authorities. Alam nyo, when the chief priest heard what Paul said na siya ay Sumunod, in clear conscience, sabi ng chief priest, sampalin mo si Paul. And Paul received the hardest sampal in his life. At kung napipicture ko, tingin ko palagang siguro baka nadagdagan yung kanyang black eye. At tumulo, dumugo yung kanyang labi. And after that, Paul sharply reprimanded the high priest. Ang pangalan ng high priest is si Ananias. He reprimanded the high priest. Mababasa natin yun doon. Doon sa chapter 23. Sabi niya, your whitewashed wall and all this. Sabi ni Paul sa kanya. Nung marinig yun ng mga pari na nandun, they were standing near Paul. Sabi nila, how dare you insult, insult God's high priest? How dare you, you insult, high, you insult God's high priest? Nung marinig ni Paul, sabi niya, Oh, he apologetically and respectfully replied in verse 5, he said, I'm sorry, brothers. I didn't realize that he was the high priest. For the scriptures say, you must not speak evil of any of your rulers. I'm sorry, sabi niya. Hindi ko alam. Hindi ko kilala na siya pala yung high priest. Um, we might... Ask ourselves, bakit di alam ni Paul? Eh kasi nga yung meeting na yun ay hash-hash, madalian. So maaring hindi nakapagbihis ng kanyang attire, yung high priest. Kaya, kasi ba pag mga high priest merong mga pare, minsan mga pastor, alam mo kung pastor o hindi, di ba? Uh, kasi yung mga pastor na talagang dedicated, yung mga reverend merong dito, may talagang nakaganyan. Tapos yung pare, meron din ganun. Tapos pag nagmimisa, I mean, the garments. Hindi anta suot, kaya hindi kilala ni Paul. Pero nung makilala at malaman ni Paul na he is the high priest, he said, Forgive me, brothers, I didn't realize that he was the high priest. Kasi ang sabi ng Biblia, ang sabi ng scripture, sabi niya, You must not speak evil of any of your rulers. Maaring galit na galit si Paul kay Ananias, but he respected his authority. See? His authority being the high priest. Actually, Paul quoted Exodus 22 28. Ito yung sabi doon sa Bible, sa, you know, Exodus 22, 28. And take note of this. 
verse, uh, chapter 22, verse 28. It says, Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. I hope, and it is my prayer, mga kapatid, that all of us here, all of us members ng ABCC, and all of you worshiping with us online, that we always respect the authorities over us. This is one of the commandments of God, and we must abide by it. Regardless of what color, what party they belong, regardless if we supported them or not last May elections, the other day, nagkaroon ng sworn in, Right? They are authorities. You may not respect the person, but respect the authority. Respect the office. Tandaan natin to mga kapatid, when you curse authorities, is tantamount of blaspheming God. Kaya si Paul, nung malaman niya and that he was the high priest, sabi ni Paul, kahit nagalit na siya, oh, I'm so sorry. Because it is, this is what, this is what the scripture says. Do not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Kaya tandaan natin yan mga kapatid. Right? Last na principle, before we go on to the meat of our message, number three, hold on to what you believe in. Okay? Hold on to your integrity and never lose it. Do not forget to respect the authorities, but hold on to what you believed in. Na-notice ni Paul na merong nandun yung mga sasanhedrin, na nandun yung mga sadusis at mga kasama niyang Pharisees. Remember that Paul is a Pharisee? He knew that the sadusis doesn't believe in angels. And he knew that they don't believe in resurrection of the dead. Pero alam niya, like him as a Pharisee, that they believe it all. Kaya ang sabi niya, sabi niya sa kanila sa verse 6, Brothers, I am a Pharisee. As were my ancestors, and I am on trial because my hope is in the resurrection of the dead. My hope is in the resurrection of the dead, sabi ni Paul. Nung marinig ng lahat ito, there was a violent commotion inside the room. Nagkagulo, nang mas magulo pa sa loob ng meeting room, nagtalo ang dalawang grupo. Gusto ng mga pariseyo, ay wala palang problema to. Maaring may nagsabi kay Paul na isang spirito or isang angel. Kaya sinabi niya sa atin to. Kaya ipawalang bisa na natin o ipawalang sala na siya. When they heard this, nagkaroon ng kaguluhan doon. When, you see, is Paul playing politics here? Sinakita niya na ito pwede niyang pagtaluhin? No. He knew the importance of this doctrine. The doctrine about the resurrection of the dead. Kasi totoo naman talaga na ang dahilan kung bakit sa hinulit nandun because at bakit sa binogbog ay dahil hinuli siya sa paniniwalang ang Panginoong Isus ay namatay ngunit nabuhay sa maguli. Amen? Is that your belief? Is that what we we believe in life? Kasi yun naman talaga ang dahilan kung bakit hinuli si Paul at binogbog. Because he believed that Jesus Christ died and rose from the dead. What's the importance here, mga kapatid? Very important para sa atin lahat na alam natin ang katotohanan ito na itong ating pinaniniwalaan ay kailangan nating panghawakan. Wag nating wag nating isasawalang bahala ang katotohanan na yan. Because sabi ng Biblia, and I've spoken this about nung nakaraang uh, Resurrection Sunday service, 
Ang sabi ng Biblia, if Christ did not rose from the dead, we are the most to be pitied. Tayo daw yung pinakakawawa sa lahat na niniwala na merong Diyos kung ang Panginoong Heso Kristo ay hindi nabuhay na muli. Buhay si Jesus Christ. The Lord is alive. Amen? Say it with me. The Lord is alive. Buhay ang ating Diyos, mga kapatid. He is alive. Right? So that's why, hold on to that belief. And that's our, that's our pangarap natin na we'll be resurrected with Him come judgment day. Kaya sa pagkakataong ito, mga kapatid, nagkaroon ng napaka-violenteng pangyayari sa loob. Dahil yung bawat isa ay talagang hinihila nila si Paul. Ang sabi doon sa scriptures, maaaring natakot yung commander na baka mat- magkalasog-lasog si Paul. Gabi siguro, ganun talaga kagulo. Habi yung magkalasog-lasog, isipin mo, mabunot yung kamay. <laughs> Paul will be turned apart. So Paul was taken by the soldiers from them by force and he was brought back to the barracks. Dito mga kapatid, pagdating sa barracks, Paul was inside his cell. Kung kikwintahin natin itong pagkakataon na to, Paul, Paul was in this situation for over 24 hours already. Lampas na sa 24 oras. So nandun sa loob ng kanyang, kanyang selda, Paul tried to take a rest. Alam yun? Meron ba kayong mga pagkakataon na kapag ka natutulog na parang uneasy kayo? Tulog yung katawan pero yung mind mo, yung diwa mo buhay na buhay? Can you, do you experience that? Ako from time to time, I experience that. And every time that I wake up in the morning, it's so tiring. Nakakapagod. Because you're uneasy. Minsan iniisip ko, bakit anong dahilan? Wala naman akong iniisip. Pero there are pagkakataon na ganun, no? na you're restless. And here, when Paul was, I don't know kung meron siyang bed, he tried to take a rest, but he could not. Because of his mind is so weary, pagod na. At yung nararamdaman niyang sakit because there was no part in the body of Paul that is not aching that time. Bugbog sarado nga siya. And then, the hard, cold floor of the prison cell kept him awake. While he was lying there, it was then that the memories of his hardships and the dangers that he had experienced went through his mind. While he was lying there, can't sleep because of an aching body. Doon sa isipan ni Paul, naiimagine niya at naaalala niya kung lahat ng mga sakit, lahat ng mga challenges, lahat ng mga trials na kanyang na-experience. At he can see it clearly. He can feel it clearly. Minsan mga kapatid, pagka nandyan tayo sa malalim na problema, di ba you can clear it, clearly picture it? Pag meron kang hinaharap na challenge in life, even where you are, you can picture it clearly. Here in this instance, Paul can really see everything that went through his life. He can see it clearly, very vivid. Siguro naisip ni Paul na in his former life, he was a well-to-do, highly respected, high-ranking Pharisee, 
and the best student of Gamaliel. Pero here he is. He cannot sleep. Buong katawan ay masakit na masakit. He was battered, he was bruised, he was deeply discouraged. He failed. He he's feeling that he is failed. He is a failure. And he is already in his breaking point. And perhaps he was already thinking of quitting and say, "Di na ko, di na ko, ayaw ko na, ayaw ko na." Can you imagine that? Can you picture that? Can you experience? Do you have some experience like that? Maraming mga pagkakataon na ganon, mga kapatid. But that time Paul was saying this, and then something extraordinary happened. Luke wrote in verse 11. That night. The Lord appeared to Paul and said, Be encouraged, Paul. Just as you have been a witness in me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. Munch and crunch this verse, mga kapatid, because there's a whole lifetime principle here that we can learn in this verse. That night, the Lord appeared to Paul and he said, Be encouraged, Paul. Just as you have been a witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. When you are in tough times, just like Paul is experiencing, hold on to this verse. Because to be exact, ito yung pang-apat na encounter ni Paul with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yung una is yung kanyang encounter in the road to Damascus in Acts chapter 9. And pangalawa yung encounter nila ng Panginoong Isus doon sa temple, yung una niyang pagbabalik in chapter 9 verse 26. At sinabi niya doon sa chapter 22 verses 17 to 21, when he was at the temple, the Lord said, umalis ka rito. And then, that night in Corinth, when he was also very, very discouraged in Acts chapter 18 verse 9 to 10. And now, itong pang-apat na encounter ni Paul kay Panginoong Kristo. Do you have encounters with the Lord? Mga kapatid, do you experience this kind of no, encounter with God or with the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you have this? Many times in my life, I do. Ito yung mga pagkakataon na wala kang magawa kundi umiyak. Sabi ng Panginoon, be encouraged, Paul, just as you have been witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. Where is the Lord in tough times? What does He do? Is still at work? Natutulog ba ang Diyos? Yun ang kanta. Garibalin siya ano. Where is He when tough times comes? I like the translation sa message, the message Bible, sa first part ng verse 11. Kasi it is translated like this. It's going to be alright, Paul. Everything is going to turn out for the best. Wow. In our tough times, meron ba tayong ganong iniisip, mga kapatid? O minsan naiisip ba natin na, no, this is alright? No, everything will just be okay. Meron ba tayong ganon, mga kapatid? Do you have that confidence? The Lord told Paul, it's going to be alright, Paul. Everything is going to turn out for the best. You've been a good witness for me here in Jerusalem. Now, you're going to be my witness in Rome. Effectively, the Lord Jesus told Paul, Cheer up, Paul. It's going to be alright. Your experiences and your hardships in life have made you a better person. Alam nyo, yung mga hardships sa buhay, ay yun yung nag-prepare sa atin sa future. Kaya don't, wag nating 
Huwag tayong magalit pag mayroong mga mayroong tayong hinahanap na challenge, hinaharap na challenges. Without these challenges, we'll never be able to fulfill your God-given purpose. And that, I really say, yes. In tough times, God gave Paul courage. In our tough times, God gives us courage. Principle number one, be encouraged. Verse 1a, the Lord in our tough times, He is giving us courage. That's why, wag kayong magtaka na kahit ng anong hirap ng buhay, nandiyan kayo. Because God is giving you courage. Pag wala na yung courage, mga kapatid, I'm sure you will quit. I'm sure you will quit. Where is the Lord when we feel we are a failure? Yung, you, you feel that you're a failure in life. Your family is in shambles. Your kids doesn't go to worship with you in church. Your husband is not with you. And many other things. And you feel that you failed in life. Meron naman ako, ba't ayaw mag-aral tong aking mga anak? Or ikaw anak, mabuti naman ako, bakit laging galit si ina? And you feel, you feel that you're a failure as a daughter, you're a failure as a mother, a father. Where is God in those times? You see, the Lord, in that very night, sabi kay Paul, Paul, it's all right. Be of good cheer. Gumiti ka, Paul. No, you were not a failure. You have stood your ground and you have brought glory to my name. What is that, mga kapatid? God affirmed Paul's hard work by saying, you've been a good witness for me here in Jerusalem. That was a commendation. In our tough times, God not only, don't only gives us courage, but He is also affirming our perseverance. God is giving us affirmation. You have been a witness, a good witness. Sa atin mga kapatid, mga buhay natin bilang mga mananampalataya is a witness to the world. Do you believe that? Say it with me. I am a witness. Do it when you are a witness. Do not be discouraged because the Lord is giving you courage and He is affirming you when you stand your ground. Now, even in the testings, you don't lose your integrity as a Christian. Amen? Because God is affirming us in tough times. God not only gives us courage, but He is affirming you. Don't ever forget that, that God is affirming you. Why? We cannot read that in Acts chapter 23. Because in this encounter, in this encounter, Paul was able to write these words to the believers in Corinth. Kung hindi ito naramdaman ni Paul, hindi niya ito maisusulat. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58, sabi niya, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Pag sinabi natin, nothing, whatever the situation is, let nothing, whatever the situation is, don't let, let, don't, let, don't let that situation move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Ah, that's the affirmation that we should always hold on to. Kasi kung hindi ito naramdaman ni Paul, hindi niya ito maisusulat sa mga mananampalataya sa Corinto, sa Corinto at hindi natin ito mababasa today. God is giving us courage every time and He is affirming what we're doing. 
Lastly, the Lord told Paul, Paul, cheer up, be of good cheer. I have for you a better future where you can bring me glory, more glory to my name. God gave Paul assurance by saying, Now you're going to be my witness in Rome. Don't forget, mga kapatid, that in tough times, God's assurance of a better future is guaranteed. Do you believe that? Tough times, there's always that light in the tunnel. Sabi nga nila, there's the light at the end of the tunnel that the Lord is always assuring. Tough time comes for us to be prepared in hard times. Lalalo yung sinabi ko nung nakarang Sunday. Tough times make a strong man strong. Strong people make easy a time. Easy time or easy time makes people weak. And over and over again, recycling. But here, it should not be recycled because the Lord is assuring you for a better future. The Lord told that He is going to Rome. And that He will preach there. That's His future destination. And for God's glory. Alam nyo na si Paul was very eager to go to Rome. Magmula nung araw na nagkaroon siya ng vision doon sa Troas for the man in Macedonia. Gusto niyang magpunta sa Rome, pumunta sa Rome, but God has His other plans. Ito yung isa sa mga kailangan nating matandaan every time. That our future is not ours solely. Hindi yun para sa atin. It is always for God and for His glory. Again, I'll go back to my story. Very early in life, these hands of mine were used in the fields. Rather than holding marbles and toys. I don't regret my childhood. At a very young age, I went through a lot of hardships and emotional battles. Little did I know that the Lord is preparing for me for something big. Something na pasasalamatan ko yung nakaraan ko, yung aking hardships because something is big, is coming. You see mga kapatid, my Rome is here now. In the business world that I am now, that's my Rome. Trying to make an impact to the people I meet every day for the glory of my Savior. That's my Rome. Kung hindi ko na-experience yun mga kapatid, I will not be able to appreciate what it is in me, what I'm holding right now. Kaya ang tanong ko sa lahat sa inyo ngayon, where is your Rome? Or are you still on your way to Rome? Or are you still in a stage of your life that the future seems uncertain? Parang malabo. Or are you at the breaking point of your life right now na gusto mo nang mag-quit? Di na ko, di na ko, ayoko na. Ayoko na. Are you in that situation right now, mga kapatid? Don't quit. Move on. Just remember that the Lord will give you courage. He will always affirm you as a person, as a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the assurance that He will be with you always. And it's going to be all right. Amen? Sabi mo sa iyong katabi, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Huwag kang mag-alala, it's going to be all right. Bakit ko nasabihin, mga kapatid? Because the Lord Jesus Christ Himself promised this. Matthew 28.20 I am with you always to the very end of the age. 
Let's bow down our heads and pray here. Merong isang kanta, mga kapatid, while you're closing your eyes at this point in time. The song says that the Lord sees the master plan and He holds our future in His hand. So huwag tayong mamuhay, so don't leave as those who have no hope. All our hope is found in Him. We see the present clearly, but He sees the first and the last. And like a tapestry, He's weaving you and me to someday be just like Him. God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't understand, when you don't see His plan, when you can't trace His hand, trust His heart. Thank you. 
God is too wise to be mistaken. God is too good to be unkind. So when you don't understand, when you don't see His plan, when you can't trace His hand, you just trust His heart. Amen? This morning, mga kapatid, we'll celebrate something that is really very important in the life of a Christian. Ito yung pagbibigay natin ng Alaala, not just alaala, but something to honor our the Lord Jesus Christ, what He did for us when He signed that passport on that night that He was with His disciples, and the following day He was arrested, and the following night that night He was arrested. And that night that He was betrayed before he went out to be arrested he celebrated the supper at sabi niya gawin niyo to para sa aking alaala to remember him and to remember what he did for all of us for us it's not a ritual for us it is a commemoration of the lord's goodness to his church and for each one of us so i would like you to to pray this morning for whatever prayers that you want to pray because there was a reminder from the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verses 27 to 28 sabi niya whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord so that everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup Yung unworthy manner na sinasabi rito mga kapatid would refer in general to maaring unconfessed sin. If you harbor that ill feelings inside your heart while you participate in the Lord's Supper. And I think it's nice, it's good, it's great to confess it right now silently to the Lord. Confession of sin is a beneficial practice para may prepare yung ating mga puso for worship and for participating in the Lord's table in the communion. Ito yung ibig sabihin ng examine yourselves before we partake of communion. So pray. Pray for acceptance.
Father, here we are this morning. We have heard your message. We have reminded on how important is our citizenship is. And this is what the citizens of heaven does. Always remembering what your son did for us in the cross of Calvary. He was the one who signed our passports. He was the one who was giving us courage. He's the one who's giving us affirmation of everything that we do in life. And He's the one who's giving us assurance that it will be all right. So Lord, empty our hearts right now of fears. Empty our hearts right now, Lord, of anger. Empty our hearts right now, Lord, of doubt. Make us worthy, Lord, to participate in the communion. This is where we celebrate together with the brethren as a, as, a, as a community of believers. So take away, Lord, from our hearts anything, Lord, that will hinder us, Father, to be worthy to receive these elements. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I'd like to call our elder and our for the distribution of the elements. Continue in a prayerful mode as we wait for the elements to reach you. You can pray also for those who are sick, for healing. You can pray for salvation for your loved ones if they are not yet saved or they have not have the Lord Jesus Christ in them. You can pray for your friends and for everybody or anybody you know.
So for your request, lahat na may elements to stand up. Would like to request the Brother Ray to pray for the elements. Panginoon Diyos, maraming salamat po sa mga elementong ito na nagsisimbolo ng inyong pong kadakilaan, ng inyong pong pagmamahal at tinapay na sinisimbolo ng inyong pong katawan na lumanas ng kahirapan upang kami magkaroon ng kaligtasan. At ang dugo nagsisimbolo na nagugas sa aming mga kasalanan. Nuway Ama, mga elementong ito, maalala namin ang maging ang inyong pong dinanas, maalala namin at magpasalamat sa inyong pong kadakalaan. Paspa sa inyong po ang araw na ito, Ama, sa pangalan Yesus. Amen. Take hold of the bread. On the night he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the bread. Take hold of the cup. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's drink of the cup. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. Oh Lord Jesus, thank You for Your sacrifice. Thank You, Lord, for this day that You have allowed us, Lord, to celebrate the communion, the Last Supper, to remember what You have did for us, Lord, on the cross of Calvary more than 2,000 years ago. Salamat, Lord, for Your love and for Your mercy and for Your grace. We don't really deserve it. That's why the psalmist asks you what is in man that you are so concerned about him. Ah, Lord, we should not ever forget that you have made us according to your image. You have made us, Lord, with much love in your heart. So that's why, Father, you don't want any one of us, any one of your creation, Lord, to perish. And you want everybody, Lord, to receive the grace, the mercy, the love that the Lord Jesus Christ can only give. He is your son, your only son, but you loved us so much that you give him, you gave him, Lord, and you give him for us and to us. Maraming salamat for our celebration this morning and we may be, Lord, reminded always of our citizenship and even Lord the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the promise and the promises that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us. This is
is our prayer in Jesus name and everybody will say amen and amen you may now be seated would like to call si CJ para sa ating mga announcements Chapter 6, verse 38 says, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And again, this time around, um, we invite everyone to give our tithes and offering to the Lord. And again, for those who are worshiping with us online, um, sa Facebook and YouTube, you can still support our church. And give your tithes and offering uh, that is by bank transfer. Again, our account name is um, Alliance Bible Christian Church under Union Bank account. And the account number is 0010100112400. And para po sa ating mga nandito sa simbahan, um, you can now proceed and give your tithes and offering here in front. Sing the doxology. morning ABCC family and also good morning to those who are worshiping with us online um, sa Facebook and YouTube um, hello po sa inyong lahat and we are we I hope na you are all doing great uh, today and pwede po bang batin ulit natin ang isang magandang umaga ang, ang mga katabi natin dyan ayan muli uh, ako po yung nagagalak na makita kayo uh, ngayong Sunday and for announcement uh, for our birthday celebrants for this week on July 7, um, si Daniel Drayton. Um, I think di pa natin siya nakakasama muli dito sa simbahan. But still, we can message um, his mother uh, para sa inyong mga birthday greetings sa kanya. And yun lamang po ang ating announcement. Again, our um, uh, worship service will uh, still continue. That is every Sunday at 9 a.m. in the morning. 
uh, sa ating uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, it will be start the streaming at uh, exactly 9 a.m. in the morning. And for other announcement, um, I would like to call Tito Dante. All right. Uh, good morning again. Uh, just a couple of announcements, not a couple, but th about three announcements before we end our worship service this morning. Of course, um, wag natin kalimutan, no, yung ating uh, to pray for our upcoming uh, church anniversary celebration on July 17. Okay, so that would be about three weeks from now. Yung theme natin is pursue His cause. Ang ating theme verse is Acts chapter one, verse eight. And continue to pray for our speakers, si Pastor Miko, uh, naibigyan na natin sa kanya yung mga detalye ng ating uh, anniversary celebration noong July 17. Uh, si Pastor Miko Ardina is the pastor ng ating Angeles City Alliance Church, so continue to pray for him. And uh, for a couple of announcements patungkol sa ating uh, anniversary, we are, the church is preparing for food para sa ating lahat, but hindi rin naman namin kayo pinipigilan na magdala ng sarili niyong pagkain. Kasi ang sabi nga nila, the more, the mainier. Oh, the more, the mainier. Mas marami, mas okay. So, dala kayo ng kahit anong gusto nyong dalhin, right? And you may also bring your thanksgiving gift to the Lord. Kasi, di ba natatandaan ninyo? Ang ating anniversary celebration, we also do it as our thanksgiving uh, celebration. no? For the goodness of God. You look around you, this is not... It, this will not be, if not for you, if not because of what you have, you know, what the Lord has given you, okay? So, think of what you can give, think of what Thanksgiving gift that you can give and bring it here in the church on July 17, okay? And, ito, uh, isa sa mga pinaka-importante mensahe, uh, mensahe, announcement na gagawin ko sa ipapagis nyo sa umagang ito. Meron na tayong associate o meron na tayong pastor, a minister that will help us here sa church. Parang hindi kayo masaya. <laughs> okay. Um, sabi ko sa inyo noong nakaraang Sunday na I will, I will make it official today after na magkausap kami face to face. And uh, last uh, Thursday ng hapon, uh, gabi, umakyat kami ng Baguio. And we had a meeting on Friday morning with Pastor Ryan and Pastor uh, Vivian. Mali! Mali yung picture eh. Yeah, so, namit namin doon kasama yung kanilang anak, si Rian Hope. Okay? And uh, napag-usapan namin lahat kung ano yung ini-expect nila sa atin dito at ano man yung expectation natin sa kanya. Sabi ko, wala po kaming expectation sa inyo, Pastor Ryan. What we are just waiting for you to come over to help us in the ministry. Okay? Uh, alam naman natin, kilala natin si Pastor Ryan. So sabi ko, at alam nyo ba na si Pastor Ryan ay meron siyang, supposedly silang mag-asawa, ay meron silang application doon sa Capital City Alliance Church. In fact, this very Sunday, nandun siya para mag-preach. And then, he was already accepted. Pero nung malaman niya na we wanted him to come back, kasi yun na pagka-meeting ng CMT, sabi niya, kakansil ko yung application namin doon, I will decline, dito kami, pupunta kami sa Olongga po. Praise God! Praise God! Alam niyo, yung pinag-pray lang natin is pastor na makakatulong sa ating ministry dito sa church. But the Lord is so good. The Lord gives us courage, the Lord gives us affirmation of what we've been doing, and the Lord is giving us assurance and assurance is this, okay, may, may darating na pastor dyan sa inyo. 
at plus. Ayan. Si Pastora Vivian will also be hired as our Christian Education Minister. Yung kanyang asawa. Right? At the same time, uh, she will help in the music ministry dahil ang kanyang minor sa Bible school is music. So sabi niya, he is, uh, sabi niya she's very excited of forming a singing group. So yung mga merong mga matatalas na boses dyan, maganda na kayo for practice. Okay? So merong singing group. And then after the singing group, baka magkaroon na tayo ng choir. Right? Lahat tayo choir, wala na makikinig sa atin. Kasi lahat tayo rito ay singable. <laughs> Alright, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, sila Pastor Ryan, uh, after na kanyang speaking engagement ngayon doon sa Capital City Alliance Church sa Quezon City, bukas ata or the following day, they will uh, go home sa bahay as a resident nila ni, residence nila ni Pastor Vivian sa Parasailis sa Mountain Province. They will stay there for one month. And then they will be here uh, on August. Okay? That will be on August. So, sabi ko kay Pastor Ryan, if kakayanin mo, Pastor, first Sunday ng August, um, ano na, ikaw yung magpipreach and uh, we will request somebody to install them no, bilang workers dito sa, sa church. Okay? And um, yeah, I think that's uh, one important, and another important nga pala, Dahil darating sila dito, kailangan natin silang i-provide, di ba? Ito yung mensahe natin nung nakaraang linggo. Hindi ko naman yung sinadya na masasama yun doon sa mensahe kasi nandun naman talaga sa salita ng Panginoon yun. Hindi ko naman gawa-gawa yun. Amen? O, kaya huwag kayong titingin sa akin na matalim. O, kasi we have to provide for our workers. Amen? And the church should do that. And the church is us. Okay? So, uh, meron tayong plano na supposedly dapat ay bigyan sila ng... Uh, apartment or bahay pero sa tingin ko hindi kakayanin ng church for now right uh, but sabi niya sa akin sabi niya sa akin nung nagmeeting kami pastor don't worry about that sanay naman kami sa hirap hindi naman ganun so ang gagawin natin mga kapatid aayusin natin doon sa taas okay yung parsonage doon sa taas meron kasing parsonage doon uh, merong dalawang kwarto doon so, kaya yung ating ingeniero na si Engineer Japet at yung ating Archie uh, was busy the whole week, two weeks, to do the design and to do the costing. In fact, pinadala sa akin ni Japet kaninang madaling araw yung kanilang quote-unquote utang sa akin. Hindi ko naman sila siningil the whole week kasi alam ko busy sila. Pero this, you know, gusto kong pasalamatan ng Panginoon sa mabuhay ng mga taong mga batang to. Buster beater, pero meron silang binigay na cost. So, ito yung pag-pray natin, mga kapatid, kasi the works will start immediately kasi kailangan na before ang August, dapat matapos na natin doon sa taas. Okay? So, meron tayong budget na tinitinang ngayon na 270000 to finish the works doon sa taas. Okay? So, pray for that. Whatever that you can contribute, the church will be very, very, uh, ang tawag nito, uh, appreciative of that. Whatever that you can give, it will count. Okay? So, sama-sama tayo lahat mga kapatid. 270,000 yan. Sana ikikita pa lang. Pero kumaari naman natin yung, kung meron kayong mga pledges, you can also do that. You can, uh, you can opt to give na hindi ngayong kaagad. You can pledge na until the end of the year, you can do that. Okay? Uh, kasi maaari tayo makakuha ng, baka makakuha tayo ng terms kung sakali. Kasi 270,000 is 270,000. Amen? Pero maliit lang yun, di ba? Ang hina. Ang hina. Alam nyo, testimony. Ako pa lo, five years back, before tayo, okay, um, sandali na lang. Ayan, 10.30 na, 10.35. 10, 
Before tayo noon, um, mag-isa lang yung pastor dito, and uh, the young people were growing already, and we prayed na magkaroon tayo ng youth pastor. At yung sinagot ng Panginoon doon ay si Pastor Ryan. Amen? Pero prior to that, it took us two, three, four years ata before we decided. Because why? Dahil parang kulang yung ating pananampalataya na kayang iprovide ng Panginoon yung ipoprovide natin sa kanya na support. Sabi natin, sabi ng CMT, hindi natin kaya kasi ito lang yung income natin. Ito lang, oh, ito lang, ito lang. Si, sino bang treasurer natin nung time na yun? Ah, si Sister, Sister Mila pa. Sister Mila, siya yung taga-panghawak nung mga ano nung time na yun. Sabi niya, hindi natin ito kaya, hindi kaya. And then we finally prayed, we had fasting, and we part of that prayer. And then alam niyo ang nangyari? Kaya naman pala ng ating Panginoon. Amen? Hindi natin. Pag tayo lang kasi yun, ah, wala yun. And then, Long story short, yun, dumating si Pastor John, and then right now we are supporting a lot of uh, ministries apart from our support to uh, continue support for the ministries and the Pastor Mel. And you know mga kapatid, hindi namin, si Sister Ben, hindi niya alam kung saan nanggagaling yung mga, yung mga, anong tawag nito? Yung mga pagpapala ng church. Alam niyo ba na at this point in time, our church is Black, not black na wala kang makikita, but black in terms of figure, hindi red. Ibig sabihin, meron tayong, from time to time, every year, meron tayong surplus. And what's that? what does that mean? Ang Panginoon ay pinagpapala kayong lahat. Amen? Kasi sa inyo nanggagaling yun. Palakpakan natin ang Panginoon doon. Kaya, the message today, that courage, that affirmation, that, that assurance that the Lord is always with us, it's always true. Amen? Kasi you look around. Ah, yung mga kabataan dito, matagal na nilang inabiso na magkaroon, pero di natin namalayan na mayroon na pala tayo. Right? So, I mean, the Lord is, sometimes di lang natin nakikita na His hands is at work. All we have to do is be sensitive about that. Okay? So, hindi manggagaling sa ating mga bulsa yun, 270,000, hindi manggagaling yun sa Panginoon. Through you. Amen? Amen. Okay, so let's all stand up. So stand up. Okay? And uh, I was thinking for to have a quick meeting ng CMT, pero maraming wala. So sa group chat na lang, si meron tayong mga pag-usapan doon sa mga pangangailangan nila ni Pastor Ryan. Okay? And uh, I think I'm already imagining ko ano mangyayari doon sa taas. And baka sabi, sabihin ko, baka ayaw na, hindi na sila aalis doon, doon na lang sila. Okay? So para isang gastusan na lang. But anyway, sige. Lord, maraming salamat for today. Salamat Lord sa... Inyong mensahe, salamat Lord for the reminders, salamat Lord na in tough times, uh, you are still in control. You are always with us, even Lord in the times that we are already at our breaking point. So salamat sa mensahe sa kanta, even Lord for that, for that uplifting song na mas marunong kayo kaysa sa amin. All we have to do Lord is just to trust your heart, to trust who you are in our lives. And Lord, sometimes uh, we fail to trust you. And here, this morning, merong panibagong, hindi challenge Lord, but panibagong uh, hamon sa amin. At salamat dahil tinugod mo yung aming panalangin na magpadala kayo Lord ng, ng worker dito sa church para makatulong at maging katuwang namin dito Lord sa gawain ninyo. So that the ministry of the youth ministry, Lord, for the Sunday school, the ministry, Lord, for equipping, and the ministry, Lord, for outreach will be fulfilled 
Dahil meron na kaming magiging katuwang, Lord, sa inyong gawain dito sa bahay-sambahan ninyo, Lord, sa Alliance Bible Christian Church. And I thank you, Lord, for all the blessings. For the blessings of the communion this morning, for the blessings of giving us confidence, and for the blessings, Lord, of opening up our hearts and our mind to listen to your message and to be encouraged, to be affirmed, and to be assured that in every situation in our lives and in every plans that we do, you are there with us. So Lord, salamat sa buhay nila ni Pastor Ryan at Pastor Vivian na pupunta rito ngayong, ngayong August. And we're expecting, Father, and we're hoping that Pastor Ryan will be able to join us on August, on, on July 17 sa, sa during sa anniversary. Lord, um, kayo lang po ang bahala na mag-arrange ng lahat. And as we planned, Lord, to, to, to repair and refurbish, Lord, yung aming personal sa taas, we need 270,000. For us, Lord, it's big. For us, Lord, it's huge amount. But for you, ah, alam namin, Lord, na napakalit na bagay lang yan for you. Lord, kaya we pray for your provision. We pray for each one of us on whatever contribution that we could do and we could give para, Lord, sa aming mga manggagawa na darating ngayong August. Salamat sa mga mensahe namin narinig sa inyo, and even, Lord, for the singing and for everybody's presence and for most of all, Lord, for the presence of the Holy Spirit and your presence, Lord Jesus Christ, in our midst today. We give you thanks. We give you glory. We give you honor. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love and peace of God, the Father, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all and everybody will say with a loud, Amen. Amen and Amen. Palakpakan ng Panginoon. Sige po, tayo po ay magkamayan at umawit po. Awit mo natin, trust in the Lord. Kamayan po natin ating mga kapatid. At batiin po natin. Trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean at all your own understanding Acknowledge Him And He shall direct And He shall direct Your path He will not allow He will not allow Your foot to be moved He that keeps you Will not slumber
Thank you. 